When I was a kid, I listened to Rabbi Wine's tapes very often. Actually, my cousin had them. And I used to drive every Sunday morning on the way to Yeshiva. I went to Yeshiva in Brooklyn. I was in Tartamima, and he used to play the tapes. A lot of my knowledge of Jewish history came from those tapes. So I'll tell you the Dove Zellinger for, for doing that for me. And one of the things that Rabbi Wine said many times was that the last 2,500 customers to Auschwitz were people whose grandparents had a Nebuch converted to Christianity. The last 2,500 customers for Auschwitz were people whose grandparents converted. And that fact stuck in my mind, and I felt very, very bad for those people. I'm going to tell you why. This week, we met Avram Avinu. I always feel these couple of weeks that we go from Moshe Rabbeinu to Avram Avinu are hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to exist. But Baruch Hashem, Avram Avinu comes back on the scene. And really, the question that's boilet, that the Rambam, and we all see, we all grew up with this, is that Avram Avinu discovered Hashem. And there's a simple question. What do you mean Avram Avinu discovered Hashem? His Zaydis were Shem and Aver. Actually, one of the Pshatim that Nayach was Nun Ches, because there were 58 years that Nayach lived at the same time as Avram Avinu. That's one of the Gematrias I heard. Nayach, that, that, that was the, the, the Nachas that Nayach had, was that he had a grandson, great, 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 great grandson, he had Avram Avinu. So what does it mean Avram Avinu discovered Hashem? These were great tzaddikim. I don't know if this kasha never bothered you. I mean, we always, we learned this in, you know, we learned it in first grade, or maybe even before first grade. Avram Avinu discovered the Rabbi Shalom. But obviously it can't be the way we understood it in first grade because it just doesn't, it doesn't work out. You make the cheshman, it doesn't work. There were big tzaddikim who lived before Avram Avinu. So what does it mean that Avram Avinu discovered the Rabbi Shalom? So the Rishonim talk about this, and the Kuzari really says it, and I'm going to say it a little bit of a, with a different twist. The Rebbeinu never changes. The Pasuk says, The Hashem never changes. That's, that's the same. But human beings do change. Our perception of who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, humans perceive Hashem in a certain way. That's what the Kuzari says. Aristotle believed in a creator, believed in a first, a first mover, and that's what the Kuzari says. That what was the difference between Aristotle and Avram Avinu? There was a creator, there was a first cause. Anyone with a, with a half a brain on their head knows that this, doesn't, this didn't all happen by accident. I always love going to the top of High Tour. If you have a chance to go there, it's a beautiful place to go. And there are the remains of an old fire tower there. You see, there's, on the top of the rock, as you, get, you get up there, you're overlooking the Hudson River. It's a beautiful spot. I highly recommend it. It's not a, it's not a, very, it's not a long walk. It's not a hard hike. And you get up there, and invariably, whenever I go up there with someone else, and you literally, you feel like you're on top of the world, you're looking out at the entire world, you have a 360 degree view of the whole area, of a whole of Rockland County, it's gorgeous. And someone says, what are those 
stone, there's a, like a piece of cement with a, with, a, with a piece of metal stuck in the ground. Now, obviously, I know that it, it used to be a fire tower. There's four of them, and it was, that, was the, that was what the fire tower was attached to. So I just say, for a joke, I say, you know, just, it's evolution. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, who put it there? It's just a, all it is is a piece of cement with a, with, a, with a metal screw in it. I say, no, come on. Maybe they can't be. Or Daddy, or Zadie, whoever, whoever it is. But someone believes, you look around, this, this whole world is just an accident. But that stupid piece of cement with a screw in it, that someone had to put there. That means somebody put that there. But the rest of the world that you're looking at, this unbelievably gorgeous, incredible world, that's all one big accident. But that stupid piece of cement, somebody put it there. Just to, it's, it's, it clarifies how stupid, how silly. So obviously there was a creator. And Aristotle understood that. Obviously, Noyach knew more than that. Noyach knew there was Elohim. But the Darga that Avram Avinu Chap, that the Rebbe is Hashem, who Elohim, the Hashem is that the Rebbe is our Father who loves us, who cares about every single step of the way, every single thing that we do, Ba'ava, that was a Chiddush. That Avram Avinu Chap more than any person who had come before him. Maybe, not, maybe other Marisha knew. Because Adam Arishan was Taka Hashem's child. Adam Arishan was born that way. But from Adam Arishan, that's what the Rambam means, it started to get that, that pechina of that the Rebbe loves us like a father and he cares about every single thing we do with love, that was Avram Avinu's Chiddush. That was more than anyone else before him. But we live in a world where now it's not so easy we see that the last couple of weeks, things could be tough. But so much of what we have is based on expectations. Let's say a guy will go into the gym, and he thinks that it's going to be easy. You think, you walk in, you think it's going to be easy. So you're going to, you're going to be very disappointed, and you're not going to get anywhere. Very quickly, you're going to realize that you're not going to get, you're not going to get muscles like Amzal by doing nothing. It doesn't happen. You've got to work hard. You literally have to be in pain. I'll never. This was a couple, not not so long ago. They, one of the, a coach got fired. He was, he got someone videotaped him, and he was screaming at his players, screaming at them. He got so upset that they were not working it, that they were that they were taking it easy in practice. He literally he threw the basketball at the guy's head, and then he took it back and he threw it another threw it at another guy, and the, the coach got fired. And I was like, what fascinated me was the news, they interviewed the players. Like, aren't you happy that this coach, that this abusive coach got fired? And the funniest thing was, the players and the, and the reporter were shocked. Because the players were saying, we loved coach. He was the best coach we ever had. He was amazing. And the person, what? This Meshuggah who's throwing the ball in your face? He's the guy you love? And they said, yeah, we love coach. He cared about us. We know without coach, we're not going to win. We're not going to win the championship without coach. He pushes us. He gets us to the end. He's going he's to get us to the championship. Without him, we're not going to make it. 
Because Hashem loves you like a father and He cares about you doesn't mean things are going to be easy. It doesn't mean that. That's because we live in a world where everything is so easy. But easy doesn't create growth. Avram Avinu had ten nisyonis. They were not easy. They were difficult. Extremely difficult nisyonis. A nisyon is not because the Rebbe didn't know. It's like, who the Rebbe comes. How much does Avram Avinu love me? The Rebbe Shalom had like a had like some kind of uh, you know self self esteem issues. Does Avram Avinu love me? Does he love me not? I don't know. I don't know if Avram Avinu loves me. Let me see. Let me test him. That's, that's, obviously, it's childish. A good Rebbe, a good teacher, a good coach knows what the guy, what the guy knows before, you, before the test. Very rarely did a guy, when I was giving tests in the old days, very rarely did a guy surprise me. Once in a while you get surprised because you're a human being. But usually you know pretty much, you could pretty much guess, a, a good teacher could guess pretty much what every guy is going to get. The test is there to bring out the potential in the student. Not that the teacher can figure out what the kid knows. That's part of it. That's a small part of it. Actually, a lot of the test is for myself. Because if I realize that nobody knows what I'm talking about, so I realize I didn't explain it well. A lot of the test is for me as a teacher. I realize, you know something? I must not have explained that well. Because even the guys that I thought knew it don't know it. Clearly, I did something wrong. I, was, I wasn't. A test is to bring out the potential in the, in the student. It could also bring out the potential of the teacher. But it's not, the reversal didn't have any sphakis. Those last 2,500 customers for Auschwitz, the reason why I felt bad for them is because they had no expectations. What happened two weeks ago for someone who's a from Erlachayid, who's brought up with our values and our understanding of history, was not shocked. You're shocked to a certain degree, but how shocked could you be if every Pesach you sit down and you and you go through what we went through in Mitzrayim, and you say, Parai shechted Jewish babies and bathed in their blood. We all know that. That's, that's one of the first things we're taught. He wasn't, a, he wasn't an easy guy to deal with. So we know what the Goyim want to do to us. But we're still here. We're still here. I feel bad for some of these Israeli, the people who are the people, they think, the Israeli army, we're going to go in there, we're going to finish them off. If you think you're, you're going to finish them off, either Hashem's going to finish them off or Hashem's not going to finish them off. Eventually, Hashem will finish them off. That's the Avtacha that we have. We know that. 
The Rebbe will finish them off someday. We're going to finish them off? You think you're going to finish them off with a couple more bombs, a couple more bullets? That's silly. That's not, a way, that's not the way a Jew thinks. And the expectation, as we go now, we have a, we have a long winter's man. It's not easy. A long winter's man is not easy. A short winter's man is not easy. To finish a Masechta is not easy. To get Pshat and is not easy. But good. Good it's not easy. That's why we're still here. That's why Klal Yisrael is unbreakable. Because if you could schwitz through a Tosfus for three hours and come out with Pshat, you could make it through 3,000 years of Golis also. In its own way, to come up with certain Tosfus and Amamashi, there's certain things I learned. I, I couldn't even teach them. I didn't know it myself. I would get up to share. So, you know, guys, I wish I could teach you Tosfus, but I, I'm working on it myself. I still don't understand it. I learned it in, I learned it in 12th grade, and I learned it with Rashiva, and I, I still don't get it. I'm still schwitzing, and I, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't I could, I'll tell you the words, but to tell you that I understand it. And that happened many times. And I'm not embarrassed. I'll keep on working. That's what it means to be a yid. To finish a masechta is not easy. But if you start now, and you make a goal that you're going to do it, you're going to do it, you'll finish it. It's the same nitzchiyas that we're here today is what helps us finish Masechtas, what gets us through Taitzvah. It's what makes us accomplish. It's why Jews, even, even non-from Jews, the, re, the residue of our Nitzchias affects even, non, even irreligious Jews because it just keeps on going to a certain degree till Nebuch, till they lose it. But we're not like those 20, Baruch Hashem, we're not like, that's why the, those people with that shock, I can't even imagine. Why are you killing me? I'm not even Jewish. I found that yesterday, that I was Jewish. Why are you persecuting me? We have a way of putting things into perspective. We can understand, we understand the world as, as, as it really is. The world is not an easy place. And good. Because that's what brings out our potential. And Be'ezus Hashem, with this wake-up call, we're going to thank our Rabbein when they push us, when they say, you could do better, you could know the Pshat, you could learn another Blat, you could spend another five minutes, you could make it to the end of Seder. Don't go, well, Rebbe, what are you pushing me for? Say, Rebbe, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a nice chat.